Hello, and welcome to this episode of Not Just Ghost Stories. I am your host, Josh, joined by Jackie and Laura. We're a small team of experienced paranormal investigators, and here we discuss different locations that we've investigated, along with a little history and the paranormal evidence that we've found. Today, we are going to resume our discussion on Posttown Elementary School in Middletown, Ohio. From our last discussion, we had been all around the building, but from here, I kind of want to go back to the doll room. Jackie, you one point saying, we got to go up here and figure this out. Um, well, it was the naked doll. Remember the naked yeah, doll? Yeah, yeah. I didn't reason, want to bring that, that up because it's still freaky. I know. Well, that one bothered me. <laughs> uh, and I'm still going, what the hell is that naked doll doing there? I think you ended up putting something over top of it, didn't you? I think I did. Yeah, one <laughs> time she did. I'll have to go back through the recording and see if we can pinpoint what it was she used. But I remember a, a whole skit about it <laughs> to say i mean it was real. you're sitting in a room full of dolls and there's a, a naked doll it's like what the hell is going on and there's no clothes for it anywhere no. so i guess it came there naked i but uh i can remember you jackie saying i feel embarrassed for this doll like it needs clothes yeah. <laughs> like it should have something well it's like it's everybody's nightmare you're giving a speech, and you look down, and you're naked, and your audience has clothes. Yeah. See? That, that's how you felt. So, yeah, there is the naked doll. Um, but going back up into this room, the energy was still there. It was still many different energies. Um, but I think we were able to uh, to pull one out and talk to it and then pull the other one out and talk to it as we you know, kind of reset and went and did other things and come back. Am I correct on that? I do know the first time we were there, we're t- three were talking all at once, and we did not understand anything. And matter of fact, you gave up the century, Deb, and Laura took it over, and she said the same thing. Yeah. And we even tried telling them, you cannot all talk yeah. at one time. Like, yeah. we will sit here however long it takes for each to have a turn. But, you know, they're kids. I so, guess. But when, like to when we went no. back up, I think we did only, we were allowed, we somehow managed to just talk to one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was one of the three that we were talking to, but at least we got some sort of coherency out of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, on that and They didn't one, know about the naked doll either. They didn't know. They, I, well, then that gives you the thing. Can they actually see them or no? That is true. I, I have done... And talked to a few spirits that could not see things that had not been invented within their time, mainly like plastic. If the spirit lived before plastic was invented, he could not see the plastic thing. Yeah. So it just kind of shows they, they could possibly live on a different plane. It yeah. just kind of goes horizontal. We experienced horizontal. that it gains as well. They, there was a couple things there, remember, they couldn't see. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, then that goes to show that some of the equipment that we're going to use, they can't even see it. So, like a REM pod that's made out of plastic and has lights that they probably didn't have during that time, they're not going to be able to hit it unless by accident when they walk through with energy. That's it's a possibility. We, that's why when we go on a ghost hunt, especially if it's the first time we've ever been there, we take everything that we have and even stuff that we've never, ever used because you just don't know. You know, if it, if the technology side is not working, then... You got to have some old school things in your bag too. Yeah. And you've learned to ask a question, then turn it around and ask it a different way. When we've talked to slaves to ask them if they were married, uh, they weren't allowed to be married. So you have to take the question and turn it around. 
was there one person that you were fond of or lived with? Mm -hmm. Well, and then, I mean, the same way going back to with slaves, a lot of times, you know, it's always a good thing that the three of us hunt together because they're more than likely going to talk to you two than they will to me. I'm, I'm a, a, a white male that they saw as, you know, somebody who, who could potentially threaten them, whereas women so much weren't as much of a threat and they would have more tendency to talk to you. So, you know, you kind of kind of look at things, you know, from a perspective of what kind of times was it that you're trying to talk to, um, you know, on that end. It's even, uh, you know, we've had it where, you know, a, a woman who was abused by a man that won't talk to me but would talk to Laura um, through whatever, you know, she needed to. The yep. Children talk to you. you. You're good with kids. Yeah, I am very good with children. Kids. Don't talk to me because I don't like them. <laughs> you're good with them. I would like to go back there too. Just from this discussion, it's just dawned on me. You know, the so the train accidents all that happened before the the school existed. Mm -hmm. So what energies could have been causing all that? We should have asked things that would have taken us even further back in time, perhaps. The Indian burial grounds. I would like to go back and see if we could pull those spirits forward to see if it w goes even further back than the train wrecks. Well, it, and we actually did nothing outside, and I believe there's a part of the playground there that's supposed to be haunted, and yet it's such a big school that we've never gotten outside. And now, knowing that there was a church there to douse for graves, I would be interested in doing that. Yeah, yeah. discussion can bring up some some real things. It's like, oh, I wish we'd have thought of that. Well, some of the stuff that we ended up finding in the history was stuff that we didn't know when we went up there anyway. So as far as it possibly could have been some kind of Indian sacred ground in some way, we didn't know that. So it's something that we were that we'll have to kind of look into and you know, try to feel, you know, how things run on that end and see if maybe we can't try to tap into that. You know, sometimes it's good to do um, history before you go. Sometimes it's good to do history after you go. So, you know, you can try to do the history before you get there. Sometimes you're not going to find it all before you actually go um, and try to base your hunt off of that. But you also have to make sure if you go into a, a place, it doesn't matter where it's at and you have history of it. You can't focus on that history. You have to focus on the whole entire picture. So that's one thing as a, as a paranormal investigator, we try to do. I know there's times, Laura, that you don't want to know where everything's at in the place. Yeah. I, would pre I mean, I like to hear the history as the night goes on, but when I first go in, I, I don't because I don't want my brain to look for only those things. And if, if I know those things, then obviously subconsciously, that's just what you're going to look for, which kind of knocks some of the other things out of the running because you're not paying attention to them. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, you'll, you'll get there and the person who's meeting you at the place is like, here, let me walk you around. I'll show you the hot spots. But a lot of times we're like, no, we don't really want to know. Those are things we want to determine for ourselves because our hot spot that we might be getting something uh, from somebody is totally different and, and a lot of times you can be swayed to go to those places and stick too long in those places and you end up missing something somewhere else so as a paranormal investigator you guys have to keep your um, your senses up all the way around the whole entire thing instead of just focus on one or two things that's why I kind of like the uh, public hunt we did a lot of people focused on only certain areas we were kind of everywhere throughout this place except for outside we didn't make it there well i remember walking down the hallway 
And you, as you're passing a room, it's like somebody's grabbed you and said, hey, look in here. Because mm-hmm. we'd stop and we'd wander in the room, spend a few minutes, you know, do kind of a what did the room feel like, maybe a quick EVP session. And if we didn't get anything, we'd continue on and stuff. But, yeah, there was there was really no... Of course, I had been there before, so there was really no one place that I wanted to hit. And I think when we do that, when we every ghost hunt we do, we want to hit everywhere. We never say we're not going to go there because nobody's ever gotten anything out of there. Well, and that's where I said, you know, you're going through and they're all, we get a lot of activity in this room and we get a whole bunch in this. Oh, we don't really get much there. That's usually the one that we want to go to first. We're going to go to the place where they say they don't get a whole lot of stuff because more than likely not a lot of people have been in there and there might be something in there that just wants to talk and say, well, nobody ever comes in here. I guess they don't care. One of the best places, weird as it sounds, and nobody ever thinks you should go there, are bathrooms. Yeah. You can get a lot of responses in bathrooms, which is kind of scary because if you have to use it, you know, you don't want an audience. But <laughs> It's true. Some places it doesn't bother me to go to the bathroom at all, and there's other places I'm like, I'm going to hold it as long as I can because I only want to go in there the bare minimum of times. <laughs> but... But as far as Post Town, I mean, Post Town is a is a really cool place overall. Um, I, I really like the atmosphere as far as, you know, a lot of things are willing to interact there. Uh, it's just a matter of coaxing some of them because some of them are just like, nope, get out. <laughs> you know, and you're like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. We, we need answers and we'd like for you to talk um, and just see if you can talk to them. So. But let's go back now to our theories on schools then um, to, to kind of tie up this episode. So you think they might be train stations or bus stops? I sometimes feel that, yes, they are. I have been in schools where I've encountered a spirit. Well, like this one here, you've got people that died in a train wreck. There was nothing there. This school wasn't there. And yet there they are in that school. Mm-hmm. What about you, Laura? I, I think a lot of it comes down to something they can relate to because the, the trained folks that have passed away that are still there, there wasn't a school, but they can recognize the school now that it is there and it gives them you know, a place to belong in yeah. this space and time. But I also think that it, it requires a, a lot of energy and I believe the energy over time does soak into buildings and surroundings. So even though the school's not open now, it was for many years. That's a lot of energy that is absorbed in that that space. And then there's all the people coming in and, and bringing things. And there's a whole nother layer. The layers is what equals up to a location like Post Town where it doesn't really matter where you are in the building. Something's going on. Yeah. So, Jackie, you work in a school. I work in school. Actually, I work go in and out of many different schools, and so do you. Laura, you've been in, in them with us uh, along with active and um, inactive schools now. Why do you guys think that there's so much energy that's being held and why so much paranormal activity happens inside of schools that are even still active to this day? There's a lot of thoughts, I guess, for me, but the main one would be during that time of life, you are undergoing many emotional changes and I think those just get stuck so a lot of times I think it is more residual in that aspect plus all the energy that it just gets stored there 
you know, you have all these kids and if you think of it as bottling what they have. Jackie, what do you... Well, I also think you take the most schools are big, uh, bigger than a house, let's say. So as with if you're going to have a party and you're going to have a lot of people, you're going to run a bigger hall. So perhaps even the dead people think that way, too. If there's a meeting point for us or a gathering point or like a train station type thing, let's use these schools and stuff. We've got energy stored up in them. And we got enough space that we can uh, move around them. Okay. Well, I mean, with that being said, Jackie, you've worked in quite a few different schools just around different parts of the country, correct? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, where we're at now, I've worked in, you know, many different schools, been in and out. I can tell you that there is a elementary school that um, I have been in and just, just to help clean. And uh, I turn around, there's shadows standing right there in front of me. I see things happening uh, there all the time. It's that energy feel you get. It's the shift is just kind of crazy. Um, have you noticed stuff like that in other schools that you've been in? Oh, yeah. And, and um, actually, I've been in some of the schools you've been in. There's more than one elementary school that you're going to see that stuff. And I think that brings up a good point. As ghost hunters, we think we go there to find these spirits and stuff. But we don't have to be there. They're already there. This stuff is happening when we're not ghost hunting. Like you say, we're working in a school, not looking for ghosts or anything like that. And they basically come up and, you know, hit you upside the head with the activity and everything. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it comes down to to prior custodians that that have worked inside of those schools, Um, prior teachers that had some type of relationship with that school, Um, sometimes even prior students. Um, that's had some type of relationship with that school that lost their lives sometimes a little earlier. But it seems like there's times when we have investigated a school that is not only just students, teachers, custodians, or some type of staff that work there, but also other energies that really shouldn't be there. Um, Why do you think that they are there? Lord, what do you think? Sure, I'm really curious to know, since you are in and out of so many schools, do you notice a certain type of energy in an elementary school as opposed to a high school? Do you think elementaries are more haunted than high schools or vice versa? Um, for me, actually, I, what I notice more about high schools um, being in and out of a few different ones, I think high schools can carry portals uh, a little bit easier than an elementary or even a middle school. I think that they can carry portals a little bit more. Jackie, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I've only met uh, or I've only encountered one portal or one school with a portal in it. Yeah. And it was a high school and stuff. And I also think um, these schools, most of the older schools are one-room schools, and we have gotten rid of them. So these schools are relatively newer schools, and I don't mean that they're you know, they might have been built in the 1800s, but there was they're built on land that something else was on before that. In a lot of these schools, we are finding that what was on that land before that is still at that school. Mm-hmm. They just don't know it's a school or they're not haunting the school per se, but... Yeah, which is going to be one of our, our next episodes coming up, and, you know, we'll kind of get a little bit more into that part of it. But for me, the whole entire interesting thing about schools itself is just the type of energy that's carried there. 
Um, the one big thing I like to say is, uh, let's just go with the, the high school because you have so much different emotions that come out of those kids um, that leave that energy or those emotions in the school at the same time. Do you think that can affect a lot of things or even attract things coming in? Um, I think we've used this term like like a bus stop in order to collect things. Well, let me, uh, I don't want to jump in front of you, Laura, but, and this is a little teaser for our listeners, uh, we have run into what I call the agents of chaos, simply because I'm old enough to remember Get Smart. But basically, there are beings there that thrive on chaotic energy. And if you think about it, a school is full of chaotic energy. I don't know how many schools I've worked at that on Chicken Nugget Day, if it was we didn't have chicken nuggets. These kids are bursting into tears because there's no chicken nuggets and stuff. So you have that kind of energy, that that, that turn on turn in a moment energy over some relatively small thing like no chicken nuggets today. <laughs> so you got a lot of what I'm trying to say I guess is I you mean, got I a lot upset. of chaotic energy. I would get upset with no chicken nuggets. I, I mean come yeah, on. We know. <laughs> I'm a fat guy though I don't know um, but uh, I mean I, you you do have a point on that I mean and when it comes down to any type of school uh, one of the schools that I'm thinking about inside my head is a uh, middle school that um, is actually kind of newer it was it was built in the 90s um, but there is some really crazy stuff that happens inside that school when I've been there at nighttime um, you know walking around trying to do some on and stuff for the school that, uh, you know, you start to kind of go through things. So now you're getting into energy, which um, that property at one point was farmland property. I think at one point it also goes back to even slavery. So now we're starting to see stuff inside of that school from from the slavery area. So um, in order to hold that energy. So do you think that the kids being in there could ramp up that energy more? Yeah, I think so. All the energy that they're they're putting out. Yeah, they definitely ramp it up. I've seen in the schools that are still active, I've seen a lot of of energy ramped up when the children are in as opposed to the summer, the energy's a little bit lower. Still there, but a little bit calmer and things. Laura, do you have any theories on it? I'm very curious as to why the difference is. I'm just sitting here thinking about how can I answer those questions. I, th- I think I want to look at maybe organizing all of the schools we've went to and categorizing types of haunts, types of energy, and see if I see a pattern with, you know, elementary versus high school. Okay. I think that's the only way to really do it is to list different things out and see if you can compare them. There's another reason why schools may be haunted. You brought up that middle school, and we might, if we're talking about the same one, that middle school they did find graves on. Well, they had built the middle school, and they were redoing the land, and they found graves on that. And according to the um, project manager, they had to stop, and they came in and they got those bones. He said, but if you go out there, and it, it won't take much. Disturb the land. You're still going to bring up bones. Yeah, I think uh, we are talking about the, the same school on that one. So, yeah, I mean, even that coming down to two things can really um, 
I think ramp up energy can ramp up uh, any kind of type of paranormal activity or anything else that goes along with that, uh, along with the energy of the kids. Because I mean, middle school kids, you're you're now getting into that, you know, uh, ten, eleven age to you know thirteen ish, fourteen ish age. That's that's a lot of emotion that you're getting out of those kids. Those that's prime time, you know, for a lot of growing up time. So you're putting them into um, those that school all at one time, you know, in the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade range. That's a that's a lot of emotion and energy, and um, I, I think it can really amp up paranormal activity in that that area. I've seen it um, during the school year, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about you know i've been in there even during the summer and you don't really get a whole lot out of that i think they really kind of do a whole lot uh energy wise to really ramp all that up you also get a lot i've run into this quite a bit a spirit will be there because of a living student that is there they're there kind of for, for protection of them yeah true and then then um again at the the biggest part of all of this is trying to actually, you know, decipher what is actually supposed to be there to what's passing through. Like I said, it's a bus stop. You know, they I think they can come there and collect energy. So I think that, you know, trying to use all of that, it's kind of hard to do because it's always there. All right. And then do you guys have a star piece of equipment for Post Town itself? I do have a star piece of equipment. Um like I said, I've been there before, and I was there without you guys once. And I took the dandy, and I walked into a classroom, and I just stated that, uh, put your books away, children. This is a hands-on experiment. And I showed them how the dandy worked, uh, that, you know, you, you hit the little pendulum, and it's going to make a musical note. And I had turned and walked away from it, saying that they could come up and touch it when it went off. I turned around, I walked back, I stopped it, I turned and did the same path, kind of jumping a little bit, and I could not make the dandy go off. And when it went off, it was only one pendulum that went off, whereas my footsteps would have put off all three of them or something. So I do like Post Town because the kids seem to like the dandy there. Okay. Laura? Um, I would have to say it's the spirit box. That's where a lot of things I internally thought were going on were validated. Okay. Uh, for me, it's definitely going to have to be, you can count it as a spirit box, but the actual sensory depth. Um, I mean, I've only been there once, Jackie. I know you've been there a few times, Laura. I think you've only been there once, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, the spirit box really seemed to answer some stuff and at least try to get, you know, hey, there's stuff that's trying to talk. So like... The, the doll room yeah they just they all wanted to talk i remember going i'm getting a headache because of you guys <laughs> so <laughs> um but uh they were wanting to talk it was a naked doll and the naked doll so if anybody wants to go see it if it's still covered up let us know because that means jackie is uh, you know one she she did cover it up i will <laughs> tell you that so any last words on post town or we will be doing a couple more episodes on schools, so we'll be getting more into schools. Um, you know, so, you know, as far as our next couple episodes, I think you guys would like, you know, talking a lot more about schools and how different schools react to things. Um, but any last words on Post Town? Uh, I like Post Town. It's just for 
paranormal investigations. Uh, they do do some extra stuff, but basically it's set up to be a place where you can go and do experiments. And uh, there's something there. Uh, it's not really bad or anything like that, so you're probably not going to get hurt. Can't guarantee that, but I'll say probably not. And you can pull out equipment, and, and you can try different things. And uh, it's just a nice um, ghost hunt. Yeah. Okay. It's a great place to build your portfolio of interactions. Um, for Post Town overall, I, now that we've discussed it, I have so many more things that I'm curious about that I hadn't even thought about. I, I can't wait to go back now. I have no idea when that's going to be, but I'll be ready. <laughs> I will say it was a very interesting place. Um Overall, the energies uh, are so different from each place that you walk inside that school, whether it just be a hallway, the boiler room, the gym, the cafeteria, one, uh, you know, a classroom as you're just going down the hall, the energy just shifts all the way through. So it's something to make sure that, you know, you have your body prepared for, um, but don't be scared of it. It's something that that's there and wants to talk to you the majority of the time. Now, we should warn people or let you know in case y'all going to go out and go there that there's no heat in the building and there's no air conditioning in the building there there is a bathroom though yes there is so that's always an important thing to know especially you know like uh, one of the ones that we talked about is fairfield that place was freezing there was a bathroom and that was the only place that had heat we spent a lot of time in the bathroom even though we didn't have to go well, sometimes we just simply freeze because it's a lot cheaper <laughs> So if anybody would like to uh, donate, um, we'll be okay with that. No, we're just kidding. All right. So with that being said, this has been Not Just Ghost Stories. We have been your hosts, Josh. Laura. And Jackie. And until next time, you can find information and contact us on our website at notjustghoststories.com and see evidence that we have discussed on Facebook at Not Just Ghost Stories. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>